Welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast, bringing you hints, tips, advice and inspiration as you walk your path to living a rich and full alcohol-free life. Discover why sobriety is the most loving gift of self-care and self-love and how you can feel empowered and joyous with your choice to live the abundant life of alcohol freedom that you deserve. I'm Gail MacDonald, coach, teacher, mum and tea drinker, living a life of alcohol freedom and I'm here to help you to transform your relationship with alcohol in a way that feels good so you can live the life you deserve without alcohol holding you back. Welcome to this week's podcast with me Gail from Sober Bliss. Today I want to help you with something that we've been talking about in our membership sessions quite a lot lately and it's something that I know many of you struggle with. Today we're going to be talking about when you've stopped drinking but your partner hasn't and how do you deal with it and how do you talk to them about it. Um, the reason that I wanted to bring this podcast to you this week is because as I said it's something that a few of our members have been struggling with lately um, and I have to be honest here and say that I actually had to do a bit of research around this because I personally don't have any experience with this because, as you may or may not know, my husband and I stopped drinking together. So right from day one, for me, there was no alcohol in the house and my husband wasn't drinking around me. So I haven't had to deal with that you know, dynamic at home. But I do know that it's very, very common. Um, and, you know, you are not alone if you are going through this right now. Today, specifically, I want to focus on if you've stopped drinking and your husband, wife, partner, spouse is drinking a lot you know, if you are one of those lucky people and you have a partner who, I don't know, can open a bottle of wine on a Sunday and finish it on a Thursday, or if they don't drink at all, or even if they've also stopped drinking to help you, then, you know, you're so lucky and I'm just so pleased that you've got that support. But I know that there are many people whose partner is just carried on drinking in the way that they did when you used to drink together and sometimes even they they drink more or you're maybe noticing that they that they seem to be drinking more so if that's you and if you want some advice and some help on what to do about it then hopefully this podcast will help you so, on the one hand, you know, you are doing an amazing thing. You have decided that you don't want to drink right now. You know, whatever that looks like for you, you're doing your thing. You're focusing on yourself and doing what's right for you. 
And that is what I want you to focus on. Always keep in your mind that you are doing this for you and you have to stay true to yourself. But on the other hand, um, maybe it's because of all of the work that you've been doing on yourself. Maybe it's because of the benefits that you've been enjoying. You notice your partner's drinking more and perhaps you're even beginning to worry about their drinking. Um, You worry about the health benefits of being alcohol free that they are not experiencing. You know, you want them to feel like you do. And when we love somebody, we don't want them to put their health at risk. And the more we have, you know, the more time that we have without alcohol, the more these issues come to light. You know, you know how good you feel. You know all the wonderful health benefits that you are experiencing. And you want the same for your partner. And that's perfectly normal. We know it's not good for us. So of course it hurts when we see our loved ones poisoning themselves. And we really wish they wouldn't. But how do you broach this subject? How do you talk to them without sounding you know, judgy or preachy or like you, you're forcing them to do something that they might not want to do. And I know it's hard, you know, obviously not from personal experience, but from what the members in our support group have been telling me. I know it's hard, especially if you notice that maybe they are drinking more than perhaps they did or even hiding their drinking or maybe going out more or sneaking their drinking. Um, Maybe perhaps so they're not being seen to be drinking in front of you. And knowing that in their own way, maybe they think that's how they're supporting you by not drinking as much in front of you or saying things like, oh, I haven't had that much to drink, but you know that they have or they go out maybe for a bit longer than they would have done in the past. All of these things add up. And of course, they make you worried and concerned. Um, But there's one thing that I'd like you to, to remember about this whole situation. So the main thing is, is to think about how you would feel if things were the other way around. And maybe you've had experience of that when you were drinking, maybe your partner commented on how much you were drinking and how did that make you feel? I remember when I was drinking and the times that I'd had too much, you know, there were times when I was drinking and my husband didn't have anything to drink or I drank more than him. And usually the next day, my husband would say something to me and I didn't like it. I would feel resentful. I would feel that he was having a go at me as a person, you know, not my drinking, 
but I feel he was having a go at me as a person. And I would, of course, react probably badly. I'd give him the silent treatment, I'd go all defensive, and, you know, more often than not, then I would drink some more. And I would drink more either to spite him, you know, you can't tell me what to do, I'm going to drink if I want to, that kind of thing. Or I would drink to make the feelings go away. You know, because when somebody says something like that to you, you get all these feelings that you probably already feel deep down. The guilt, the shame, the worry, the hurt, they would all come up. So I would drink to make them go away again. You know, deep down, I knew that he was right. But I didn't like it that he pointed it out to me. So I would say to you, even though you might want to say these kind of things to your partner, that you're worried, that you don't like it, that you're concerned for their health, that maybe you think they're drinking too much, um, or even, you know, please stop drinking. I've stopped, so I want you to stop. It's so tempting to say those things, but it's important that you don't. Now that sound might that might sound counterproductive, but it's so important that you don't come out and just say those things to them, especially when they are drinking. Because as you know, we can't make somebody change. The change has to come from within. You'll know that from your own experience. When you're ready, you will make the changes. So how do you help them to come to that conclusion? How do you help them to see what's on the other side? The best thing to do, honestly, the best way to do it is to focus on yourself. And that might sound selfish or it might sound like you don't care. But actually, if your partner can really see the changes in you and notice how good you feel and look, then that will inspire them to think about their own drinking. And this is such a good word, inspiration. I have lots of people coming to me and saying, you know, I love what you do. I love your approach. It's so inspirational and it's so uplifting. And that's because I believe that is the best way to approach this journey. You know, there's enough shame and guilt and resentment and anger and hurt surrounding alcohol. Anyway, we put ourselves down enough for how much we drink or used to drink. So why keep doing that to ourselves? Why keep focusing on the negatives? If you want to change, if you want your partner to join you in this change, then inspiration, joy, positivity and motivation is the best way to help them to come to that decision. And also remember, you know, if you used to drink together, which is what my husband and I did, it might be difficult for him or her 
So all the while that you are focusing on yourself and being the best version of you, keep in the back of your mind what they might be going through also. How might they be feeling about this change in you? Sometimes they might tell you, you know, um, and that's great. It means that you can start the conversation. But sometimes, you know, people aren't always good at sharing their feelings or their emotions or just telling you how they are feeling. And that might be when they perhaps start to drink a little bit more because they've got these feelings and thoughts inside and they don't know how to share them with you. So while you're focusing on yourself, always have in the back of your mind what they might be going through and not telling you about. So your partner might feel left out. You know, all of a sudden, their drinking buddy's gone, if you like. Um, Or maybe they might think that the relationship is going to change. Things might not be the same again. He might feel, or she might feel that, you know, they're the odd one out. They're not part of your new lifestyle. Um, But also, they might feel a little bit scared and vulnerable and be thinking about their own drinking. And this is important to remember, you know, try and think, try and appreciate what it would be like if it was the other way around. So if your partner suddenly stopped drinking and said they were loving it and feeling good, how would you begin to feel about your own drinking? You know, there's a lot of things going on there, a lot of uncomfortable feelings that they might not know how to deal with. Um, And also, I think it's important to say this here. If your partner is still drinking, seen to be drinking perhaps more than they did before, maybe you just notice it. Um, Please don't take it personally. Um, You know, alcohol is addictive after all. And because they're still drinking, it doesn't mean that um, that they don't love you. It doesn't mean that they love their beer or wine more than they love you. You know, but they are still where you were before you changed. I remember for a long time before I stopped drinking, I wanted to stop. I was desperate to stop. For my kids, mainly, you know, I was just tired of being this unpredictable mum. I was tired of being hungover most weekends and not being able to do things with them. I was tired of snapping at them and shouting at them for no reason. I was tired of putting alcohol first before my kids. You know, I was tired of bedtimes that I couldn't remember. I was tired of rushing through everything with them just so that I could get to my drink. And that wasn't because I loved my wine more than I loved my kids. It was because I was stuck in that cycle of addiction. So try and remember that. 
if those kind of thoughts or feelings pop up, it's not you. They are still stuck in that cycle that you were once in. And it is difficult to break it. And as I said, they have to want to deep down. And they have to want this change from within and be able to take the steps that they need to. Alcohol is addictive and it is difficult to break the cycle. Um, you know, so I know it's difficult and I know there might be lots of thoughts wandering through your mind. But I'll go back to what I said in the beginning. Focus on yourself. Stay in your own lane. And yes, by all means, share with your partner what you're going through. The benefits you're experiencing. How great you feel inside. And how much you are enjoying the freedom, the peace of mind, the health. And just how grateful you are to be where you are but don't shove it down their throat if you like um you know as I said before a lot of people come to me saying that they want support and inspiration so inspire and support just by being you and doing what you're doing you want them to see something in you that they might like to experience for themselves And you can't force that on anybody. We can't make someone change. They have to start this change from within for themselves. And we can help them. We absolutely can help them come to that conclusion just by being our wonderful, amazing and inspirational selves. Now, every relationship is different. So, you know, when you listen to this podcast, take the ideas, take the inspiration, take the advice. But you know your partner better than I do, obviously. Um, so you need to think about <clears throat> your own situation and your own <clears throat> boundaries. You know, I'm saying things like inspire them, support them, see how great you're feeling. And that's all well and good, but you also have to have boundaries in place, you know. Um, For example, I've got a sober friend. She's been sober now for, I think, about four years. Um, And her partner still drinks, not a huge amount at home, but he goes out maybe once a month with his mates and they they get drunk. So when he does this, she doesn't let him sleep in the bed. She makes him sleep on the sofa because she's got that boundary in place. She doesn't want him to invade her space with his drinking behavior. Um, You know, she, she doesn't want his snoring or shouting or moving around or waking up in the night to destroy her glorious sober sleep so she makes him sleep on the sofa and that's one of the things that she does and I think that's that's fair enough so you know your own partner um 
you know the kind of things that you can say to them, suggest to them, ask them. You know that if there's something that really troubles or upsets you about their behavior when they're drinking, you know, you know what you can say and you know the boundaries that you can put in place. So think about that as well. But, you know, never force anything. Never force your opinion on them. Never tell them what to do. Um, you know, I remember this personally when I was still drinking. Maybe my husband hadn't had a drink that day. Um, and he would say to me, I wish you would stop drinking. And I would be like, well, you can't tell me what to do. Why should I stop drinking? I don't want to. You know, like I mentioned right in the beginning of this blog post, by saying something like that, then immediately you put this the person on the back foot and all the feelings of resentment come up. And nobody likes being told what to do, basically, even if it's in our best interest so don't force anything keep it light keep it positive keep it inspirational and a couple of little things that you might like to do or be able to do they might seem a little bit sneaky but if you've read a great book or if you've listened to a great podcast not this one obviously um about alcohol-free living or if you've seen a great post or inspirational story then you can maybe tell them about it or leave the book lying around so they might pick it up and just have a flick throughout of interest or you might be able to say look I read this this is what helped me this is why I'm doing what I am doing um do you want to have a read do you want to talk about it you know always base the conversation around yourself and how things have helped you and any aha moments that you might have had or anything that has inspired you or a mantra that you discovered that changed everything but always start the conversation with the focus being on you does that make sense? I hope so. Um, so, you know, being being open, be honest, answer any questions that they might have um, and keep it positive. Focus on the benefits um, and, yeah, be yourself, be inspiring, be uplifting. But try not to go overboard, otherwise you might just end up being annoying, <laughs> which is not great either. It's tricky, I know. You have to th strike that balance between happy, healthy, joyful and being like annoying. So, But you know where that line lies in your relationship. Um, and, and go back to how you felt. You know, remember how you felt about your own drinking and what it took for you to make the changes that you are making right now. You can't force somebody to change. And I, I know I've said it before, but it's an important point. You can't force somebody to change. You can't force somebody to do something they're not ready to do. 
they have to want to do it for themselves. The change has to come within. So just be there for them. Be your amazing, wonderful self. Be you and keep doing what you're doing for you and be ready when they want to talk. And the last thing I would say is that this is a difficult situation to be in and you might not have anybody that you can talk to. So get support because if you're at home, there's only you and your partner. You're not drinking. He is. You've got all these feelings, these thoughts, these questions. You need somebody to talk to. You need the support. And actually, this whole podcast came about because of a conversation that we had in one of our membership support sessions. So that's there for you. Come and join us. Let's have the conversation. Ask the questions, share your doubts and your worries and your fears and your wins and your successes. And we're all in this together. It's an amazingly uplifting group of fabulous women going through the exact same thing as each other. Um, And we will be there to support you if you need us. So if you're looking for that extra help, that extra support, that safe place that you can go to to ask the questions and to get the help, then we'd love to welcome you. Um, We're open all the time, so you know you can come whenever you need to. I leave the link in the show notes so you can have a look and and come and join us. Um, We'd love to have you. Um, So I hope that this podcast has giving you a bit of help and advice and guidance. I just want to recap the main points that I touched on. So the first thing is, I'm going to start at the end. The first thing is, if you are going through this and you're finding it difficult to cope, then get support. Either come and join us in the membership, reach out to me for some one-to-one support or talk to somebody who you know and trust. Don't keep it to yourself. That's the first thing. The second thing is to remember what it was like for you before you made this change. Remember how you felt when anybody mentioned your drinking. Um, Remember, you know, how you felt when somebody told you to stop, if that's what they did. You know, and always think about... If it was the other way round, what would I want? What would I want my partner to say to me? How would I want them to help me? So look at it from their point of view. Don't take it personally. That was the other thing. You know, they're not doing this on purpose to spite you or to be mean to you or because they don't love you. They are stuck still where you were before. So it's not their fault and they're not doing it on purpose to to hurt you or to be mean to you. So don't take it personally. And the final thing is just carry on doing what you're doing. Be yourself and share the joy, share the benefits, share the inspiration and be open and honest. Just be you. 
just be genuine. And when they are ready, when they have questions, when they want to talk, just be there for them, be ready for them. And then you can have that conversation. Um, and it'll come from a place of safety and, and love and security, which is so, so important on this journey. So thank you so much for listening today. I really hope that this has helped you. If you have any questions or if you'd like some more advice and support, then please write me an email, leave a comment. Um, you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm always here to listen and to help you. If you enjoyed the podcast and you know somebody who might benefit from it, then please do share it. And I'd love you to leave a, a review if you enjoyed today's episode. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any more of the Sober Bliss podcast episodes. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you again very soon. Bye for now.